Hi there, I'm Randy Heckman. Welcome to the Grand Awakening Podcast. Folks, our desire is that we can incline the heart of our Sovereign Lord to pour out His Spirit in power, reviving His Church here in West Michigan, but also in our state and our nation, and then leading to a great spiritual awakening all for His glory. But for that to happen, it's just critical that first we listen to what God is saying to us and that we quickly and cheerfully respond to His instructions in humble obedience. What a delight to welcome a a good friend, and I'm going to explain a little bit more, even more than a friend, but I'm not going to give that secret away right this minute. But uh, its name is Bruce Breinsma. Uh, Home is in the uh, Colorado area, although I'm catching him actually down in Dallas, Texas, because he's on a little trip. But uh, Bruce, welcome to our podcast. Oh, Randy, it's so good to be with you always. And uh, whether we're talking, uh, sitting by the side of the lake, whether we're talking in your living room or in a restaurant somewhere, our conversations are always valuable. So I'm looking forward to it. Oh, thank you, man. Let me tell you a little bit more about Bruce. Um, He's a central figure in what he calls the retirement reformation. Now, that's an interesting concept that we're going to get into a little bit more. He's the founder and CEO of Envoy Financial, a retirement provider that serves those that are in ministry, And he's encouraged men and women for over 25 years to look at retirement, not as kind of a place of resting, but as a, quote, future-funded ministry where they can have the time and financial freedom to apply life's worth of talent and experiences to God's kingdom. A little bit more. He's the author of several books, including one called Retirement Reformation, and he consults with Christian ministries worldwide. And uh, he's fun to listen to. He's an energetic, often sought-after presenter. And he and his wife, Judy, uh, live in the Colorado area, Colorado Springs area, in fact. So welcome. So glad you're here. Uh, good to be here. The, uh, even sitting in a hotel room, it's uh, good to have this conversation. It, it breaks up the leisure that I yep. wasn't expecting. I, I was going to add one more little factor for full disclosure here. <laughs> this gentleman, as, as smart and involved in so many things as he is, he's also related to me. Um, he's my favorite cousin. He's the son of my my dear Aunt Grace, who was a sister to my dad, John. So welcome also, cousin Bruce Brightsmouth. <laughs> well, we... Uh... We're 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 one in the Lord, and we're Amen. and we got some blood together. So what a what a powerful combination that is. I agree, and you you truly are. I got a lot of cousins, but and I don't mean to demean my others, but you have you have been a, a real example to me, and and uh, you've taught me a lot, Bruce, and I, I owe a lot to you, and I thank you for that. And I'm I'm excited that that uh, you know here you are. You're you're actually a few years older, more senior than me, but you just keep going traveling around the world and doing a lot of things, but this retirement reformation, why don't you unpack that a little bit? Well, what's, what's involved in that? I thought retirement was just the time where, well, this is what I deserve to just sit back and relax and play golf. And that's about it. <laughs> well, what we say is that in fact, in, uh, uh, in contrary to, to your dis- description, which would be the norm yeah. is that each one of us, Randy is really called to be faithful and we're called to be faithful for a lifetime. Now, there's an issue there that 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 our predecessors haven't had to deal with. Mm-hmm. When I was growing up, and when you were growing up too, you know, you 
you worked at 65, you died at 67. If you lived to 70, you were really old. Right. And, and so retirement was, was not that long. Now we have a total change hmm. that impacts our culture, impacts lots and lots of issues that in fact, retirement may be as long as 30 years. So isn't it strange that they're sidelined during that 30 years to what I call the siren call of leisure Wow! Uh, during our time of greatest maturity, greatest understanding, and I believe potentially greatest impact. Yeah. And uh, you, you've, you've seen that. You've been encouraging people. You've been encouraging thousands and thousands of seniors to come on. Again, you, you've got time. You've got wisdom, as you point out. You've got resources. Use them for the glory of God. We're not supposed to bury them. We're supposed to invest them. And, and uh, you, you, you're an example of that. Just, just why don't you, again, unpack a little bit of the sorts of things you've been doing in the last, since you were 65. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> well, which is uh, now, see, 65, 70. That was now 15 years ago. Okay. And uh, so I figure uh, was was in prayer the other day and, and just asked God, what kind of a time frame should I plan on? And I didn't know whether he was to be kind enough to give me an answer or not. But if he did, I, I was going to embrace that. And and he came back with a kind of an unusual answer of 104. So I think wow. you're stuck with me for a while. <laughs> and and one of the things that 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 differentiates those who have embraced this idea of the retirement reformation of changing our thinking about how God calls us into ministry. Now let's let's face it, ministry is not just vocational ministry. Right. That's right. Ministry is is our role as a Jesus representative to impact others in his name and to be the model for him. And so contrast that with what the world says is retirement. And let's just kind of package that so we've got the contrast. The packaging of that is that, that it's sold as, as one homogeneous period. It's pretty much all downhill mentally and physically, and then you die. And the goal is to jam as much leisure as you can yeah. Into those intervening years. Uh-huh. And the part that is, is so sad as we watch people struggle mm-hmm. with trying to create meaning out of leisure. Now, leisure has value. Let's not diminish that at all. Right. And, and we need times of refreshment, uh, just <laughs> physically and mentally, spiritually and emotionally. Sure. sure. But, uh, but it, is, uh, it is not 30 years of sitting on the couch, playing golf or traveling. Uh, those things may be part of it, but in fact, they are not what God calls us to. And, and so if I can just share one other thought, a, a number of years ago, probably six or seven years ago, the, uh, God kind of brought me this thought. Okay. And the thought is this, if the why isn't big enough, the how doesn't matter. Hmm. What does that mean? If the why isn't big enough, the how doesn't matter. It's the why of our lives that gives us passion, gives us energy, mm-hmm. gives us perception. Okay, yeah, that's good. I like that. That uh, that again. It. I mean, why? Why for a Christian, Jesus said he would save his life, loses yeah. it, but he who loses his life for my sake saves. That doesn't stop at age sixty-five or seventy or whenever it is that you decide. You know, now I'm retired. Now I can start living for me. Are you kidding me? Does that really work? I mean, we, 
anyone that's been a Christian for any length of time knows that when I begin to live for me and my needs versus living for God and for the needs of others, life is empty. It's, it's, it's never used, never enough. We have this God-shaped vacuum that only he can fill. And, and why not just pursue what he has for us? But, you know, it, I noticed it in myself. I went cross-country skiing last week, and I hadn't done that in a few years, actually, because it didn't snow much last year and so on here in Michigan. And it was scary. But So it takes courage, doesn't it, to take that step, especially as, as you get older, you know, you are a little bit more apprehensive, aren't we, about taking those steps of obedience. So wh- what can you tell people to encourage them to... You know, to, you know, take that step out of the boat when Jesus calls, for example. Well, I think first of all is the understanding that in fact we continue to be called. So mm. when did that calling begin? Let's look at the history of that. That calling began the way I read my Bible before time began. God mm. already knew. He brings us together at birth with the DNA that put together, and then we have. 50, 60, 70, 80 years of experience where we've learned what doesn't work. Yeah. We've learned what does work. We've, we've learned and been exposed to you know, what, how do we have that relationship with God and how do we listen to what he is. So that calling can never be stronger or, or called into a being, a Christ being, who in fact is prepared, has time, has experience hopefully has wisdom mm-hmm. and, and hopefully has learned to listen to what that call is. And we haven't, and many haven't, yeah. now is a wonderful time to begin. That's really good. I like that. Well, you know, our ministry, Bruce, is the, the grand awakening. And, uh, you know, we've been praying for revival and spiritual awakening, like we've seen in America in its, in its history that has changed us in, in a very positive way. And uh, I don't need to spend a lot of time talking about how our culture has just deteriorated and is going downhill at a rather rapid rate uh, away from God and from godliness and biblical truth and so on. And I just wonder, you know, we have an increased number of senior citizens as Christians in this if country. I can, if I can interrupt Yeah, you go moment. for it. Let me give you a number. Yeah, the go for it. The number is there are 10,000 people turning 65 every single day in the United States. Yeah. And let's just assume that maybe 30, 40% are Christ followers yeah. as we would understand that. Yeah. So, I mean, do the math, yeah. do the numbers. It's the greatest unused people group yeah. to in fact impact the kingdom. So let's just say, what if that group of Christ followers that are turning 65 would buy into this concept that you're not done. In fact, in some sense, you're just beginning. Now you got some time to pray, obey, encourage others, disciple others, mentor others, and and get in the game. You just wonder what what a what an army this could be for the revival that we so desperately need. Well, what do you think? Well, one well, absolutely that's that's the case, and that is the, the heart of the retirement. Re- Part of, of awakening uh, our, our, all of our, mm. all of the related. Matter of fact, you know that because of that 30 years, there yep. could be five generations alive at the same time. And wow. you're, you and your family are a great example of that. So think of the power of those interrelationships, mm. the power of mentoring, the power of modeling, the power of being able to bring them together. And yet 
Unfortunately, often in the church, we are, are segmented by age and are not intercorrelated. And so the, one of the great opportunities is mm. for the church to understand and to hear the message that you and God has brought you to and the, and the message that he has brought us to and in combination of those things to impact and change mm-hmm. the way the church deals with those great assets, to be yeah. stewards of those assets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, you know, the, 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 the overall theme of this podcast is, you know, what, what does God want to say? What is he trying to say to the, to, to the church in America? Um, and again, we, we've certainly been talking toward that issue, but is there anything more you'd like to add along those lines? Well, if, if God could, could, could speak directly to, to especially seniors who are Christ followers in America, but to others as well, what, what do you think? Is God happy with what's going on? Or is, is there a sense that he says, come on, team, get in the game? What, what do you think, Bruce? Well, I think that, that, that two things. I think that culturally we have, as Christ followers, we have, bought into that cultural message that I shared a little yes, while ago. I agree with you. And, and, we don't, and we don't see a differentiation for us as Christ followers. And that reflects itself in the 40 to 50 million Christ followers that fit into that general age group. But unfortunately, it also uh, has impacted the thinking of our, of our church leaders. Mm. And, and I'm going to be just a blunt for a moment, if I may. Sure. Uh, and here's what churches generally tell seniors, tell those older people, those 50, 65 and older. Yep. They tell them two things. Number one, don't stop giving. Secondly, just don't be grumpy. <laughs> just kind of stay out of the way because we've got important people that we're talking to. Yeah. And, and so the, the, the hidden message that that then impacts and creates some of that timidity that you referred to mm. uh, a few months ago yeah. is, is in fact the, the intonation and that fact you are really useless. Mm-hmm. And that's a little strong, but is the words. I think out, you're right. Way, you hand bullet, if you want to hand out bulletins, fine. If, if uh, yeah. your wife wants to handle the babies, that's good. But other than that, just kind of stay out of the way. Yeah. And in fact, what we're what we're what we're missing mm. is that greatest group of prepared Christ followers that in fact can have the most dramatic impact yeah. on not only on on the blessing for the community, mm. the blessing for that age group, but the yeah. blessing for the age groups that are coming. That's really good. There's, th- there's actually three stages in retirement. And one is very active, and the second, starting all around seventy-eight to about eighty-eight, in that in that range, is what I call mentoring. You mentioned mm-hmm. mentoring before, sure. And so, to actively engaged in sharing your experiences with single moms, with teenagers, with young marrieds, mm-hmm. all the people that are struggling, then the struggle that we have now, even for for many of us, uh, struggle with our parents. And sometimes our grandparents. And so mm. we've got all these opportunities to be a witness mm-hmm. that in fact is being sidelined. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, culture speaks loudly. And again, we've got these, you know, phones, you know, and uh, everything else that we're just, we're connected to culture all the time. So no matter what your age group, no matter where, where you are, you know, you know, whether you're, you know, a child, teenager, young adult, adult, whatever, or a senior, culture is speaking to us with lies. And, you know, Romans 12, 1 and 2, you know, the there's one translation says, don't let the world squeeze you into its mold, but be renewed by the renewing of your mind, you know, through the scriptures and so on. We really need to be close to the Bible and get what, what God wants to say to us about all of life. As long as we're here and living and breathing, God's got a plan for us. And, well, when I do, when I do, yeah. when I do stars, I ask the audience, you know, uh, how do you know that the plan for life answer you're still here. There you go. <laughs> if you weren't here, there would be no plan. That's as long really as good. you're here, there's a plan. That's really good, and Bruce. To, and to yep. be able to connect with that. That's great. Well, Bruce, anything that I've uh, not asked you that you want to add uh, to, to this discussion? Well, just for your audience to, to recognize that they can join us at the retirementreformation.org for mm all kinds of support materials that are available to help us think think through Mm -hmm. what God really has planned for us and to be able to step into that planning. I love it. uh, Is is critically uh, critically important. I think it's important ministries like yours and ministries that God has entrusted us to to be able to partner together in this way and other ways to be able to bring the message of a the need for an awakening. Amen. And and if if I if I was going to change the name of the retirement reformation, I would call it the retirement awakening. I love it. Yes, uh, that's really good, really good. Well, Bruce, close us in prayer, would you, please? You have to, dear Lord, Heavenly Father, uh, you speak through us uh, daily. You provide opportunity for us to impact others, to give us. Uh, you've given us the opportunity to, to appropriate your wisdom through the power of your Holy Spirit. Mm. Give us then both the energy and passion uh, to be able to step in those conversations into different, whether it be with our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, our yes. children, our parents, our neighbors, our friends, other Christ followers who, who, who are, are leading lives of perhaps quiet desperation, or it may simply be life of, of loneliness mm. that uh, we can speak into and that we can make a difference. Yes. So I just thank you for this time together. We pray that the message that's here of, of the Great Awakening and the Retirement Reformation has packed those who are listening and that it will make a difference in their lives mm. and that we can find the greatest meaning and purpose, mm. freedom and joy together as Christ followers. In your son's name, amen. 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 Well, Bruce, I love you, and um, blessings to you and Judy, and safe trip back home, hopefully soon. So God bless you. Thank you, my friend. I'll look, I'll look forward to the next time. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to grandawakening.org. That's grandawakening.org.